Let's continue with what we began some weeks ago, walking by the truth, part five. I was telling Pastor Carl, of course, she's about to come by the end of this month. I think she should be here. Praise God. I was telling her, yeah, I was telling, actually, Pastor Carl, I've preached, I think, three messages since the year began. The ancient paths, the fear of the Lord, and the living, uh, living by the truth. She said, now you've become like your mama. Part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. But you, you remember the word that the Lord gave to us and through Pastor Cullen when the year began about the ancient paths. I want to remind you of this. Because when, when things are difficult or don't seem like to be going the direction that they, you thought they would be going, you need to go back to the word that the Lord gave to you. It's a problem when you live out the, the principles and, and the things that God has, has spoken to you and start looking for something new. That which is already spoken to you, he has already spoken to you, if you start meditating on it, it makes things even clearer. And it opens door for you to walk in the victory that you desire for you to walk in. That is actually what it is called abiding. You abide. You abide in the thing that God has spoken to you. There are things that God spoke to me in 1996, 1997. I meditate on them. I go back into them almost every day and keep trusting God. And an amazing thing is this. When you go back into those things, even your now becomes clear. Your purpose becomes clear. And you realize that there are some things that he has spoken to you, but you are, you've not been pursuing them, you've not, not been walking in them, because you forgot them. What the children of Israel are supposed to have done, after having received the word concerning the going into the, the wilderness, I mean going into the promised land, that word actually was not given to them. It had been given to Abraham, their forefathers, their father of faith. Their father, actually. It had been given to Abraham, to Isaac and Jacob. What they needed to do was to meditate on that word, even while you're in the wilderness. Whatever situation they are going to, to face, they are supposed to be saying this. But God said he will give us a land that flows with milk and honey. But God said. He'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon us. But God said, they're supposed to be doing that. What about you and I? We're supposed to be doing the same. Or the finance bill. But God said. But God has said in his word. Or there is this economy, whatever it is happening, but God has said in his word. Now, you never rejoice when the fuel prices go, high, go up. But can I tell you something? Your grandfather, when the fuel price was a 10-cent coin with a hole in between. When they added maybe a 5-cent on, on top of that, they complained. I'm not for, 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 for it going up high, uh, but I want to show you the attitude our attitude should remain the attitude of faith. 
No government of this world can fix yours and my life. We pray for peace. We commanded in First Timothy chapter 2, but no government of this world will, will fix our lives, uh, church. Not at all. Listen to this. God didn't send a political leader. God sent his son. God didn't send his, uh, the, a political leader. He sent his son, Jesus. And he, what did he come? He came to give us life. He came to destroy the works of the enemy. So what we are supposed to be looking, who we are supposed to be looking at is his son. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. He's never changed, church. Hallelujah. This is not something we say on Sundays. And we dance a little bit and, you know, just deaden our senses for a while. And then you go back and, and face reality and confess like the world. No, please. Yet, hallelujah, even when they, it doesn't look like things are changing, yet we shall trust in the Lord our God. So let me remind you about some things that the Lord has led us into th since the beginning of this year. You remember the ancient paths? Jeremiah 6.16, let's go back to that scripture. Let me remind you of that. You rejoice in January, let's see if that shout is still here. In July. <laughs> On what? Ninth? Today is ninth? That says the Lord, stand by the roads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Look at this. Where the good way is, then walk in it. Just think about that. I had Miss Ruth praying this scripture. I said, yeah, you reminded me of that again. That Jeremiah 32, 40. Do you remember that? He says this. Where the good way is. Can you have that Jeremiah 32, 14, the, the version that I, I like? Is that New Living Translation? Let me see if I can go back there. I came to remind you of the things that the Lord has told you, that you may grow in faith and trust in his holy word. Oh, I'm writing songs, Carol. <laughs> Not all of us are called to record. <laughs> Some of us are supposed just to sing to the Lord and that's it. <laughs> Look at this. Look at that new, new is it, was it new international version? Okay. I will make an everlasting covenant with them. That's the new covenant actually. I will never stop doing good to them. Hallelujah. I will never stop. It, it has nothing to do with the changing world. It has everything to do with the unchangeable word of God. I will never stop doing good for them. And I will inspire them to fear me so that they will never turn away from me. Written on his, written on his palms. We, in fact, it should be New Living Translation. Because it's a little bit different, but I still like it. Let's see if we can look at New Living Translation. Then you go back to that uh, 16, uh, what, 6, Jeremiah 6. But look at this. I will make an, an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good for them. Church, that's God. I will never stop doing good for them. 
I will put a desire in their hearts to worship me and they will never leave me. That is the goodness of God no matter what happens in this world. God is good. Let's go back to, just think, have this in mind, but let's go back to that Jeremiah chapter 6. And the Amplified Version says this, is that you ask for the ancient paths where the good way is. Then you walk in it. What do you expect to receive from the good way? His goodness. Abundance. His plans. His purposes. And you'll find what? Rest for your souls. Oh, there's nothing important, church, than that peace. Unrest. When things are so difficult, when it doesn't look like anything is breaking forth, but you have that peace, you have that rest, you'll make sure that, that, that by itself is victory. And you'll find rest for your souls, but they said, this is what they said, we will not walk in it. And what do we say? We will walk in it. We will walk in it. Let me remind you of some things that we put in that uh, prayer guide, prayer and fasting guide in January. God is telling his people to ask for the ancient paths. God is a covenant God. He cut his covenant with our forefathers of faith, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, with the intention of blessing them. He had paths for them that if they chose them, that's another thing there. By the way, it's in your prayer and fasting guide. <laughs> You still remember it? Uh, okay. Deacon Oman has it. He's, he's lifted it up. Some of you, what happened to it? All right. Look at this. He had paths for them that if they chose, that's the big word there, them, they chose their paths, they would experience his goodness. These are paths of righteousness. That was a clear distinction between our fathers of faith who chose God's ways and others of the world who worshipped other gods. That's the difference, church, between us who believe in God and, true to, and, and choose to worship the true God. We choose those ancient paths. We'll experience his goodness even when the world is suffering and ha having problems. In Psalm 16, 11, TVB says this, Instead... You direct me on the path that leads to a beautiful life. As I walk with you, are you seeing that? As I walk with you, the pleasures are never ending. And I know true joy and contentment. Now look at this. Uh, continue reading from, from the prayer and fasting guide that we gave to you. Seeing that we... What is connected to these ancient paths, a beautiful life, then we need to pray much about them. We need to pray much about them. Let me quote Pastor Kala. She said this, we pray much about these paths because our daily choices to walk with God are going to make a tremendous difference to what we experience in 2023. I'll say it again. Our daily choices, uh, that we pray much about these paths because our daily choices to walk with God are going to make a tremendous difference what we experience in 2023. 
So our attitude of prayer and what follows next is choices. We choose. We make the right choices. What are the right choices? The truth. The word of God. We live by the truth. We believe the truth. We act on the truth. We live that way on a daily basis. We live by the truth. Listen, this means, church, that we must make decisions that agree with the word of God and in no way compromise. We must make choices that agree with the word of God and in no way compromise. Compromise by itself opens a door uh, to the defeat of the enemy in our lives. But we choose not to compromise. By doing so, we honor God. Listen to this, I like this. Honor deals with priority. Honor deals with priority. What does it mean? He, be, he becomes fast in whatever we do and we depend on his presence. His presence is on these paths as we have seen in, in, that, in that 1611. His presence is on the paths, his paths. If you want to know you're being led by the Holy Spirit, this is what you'll experience, peace. His peace is such an indicator that you're being led by the Holy Spirit. His peace is such an indicator that there is the presence of God upon you. And with that peace, there'll be the promptings of the Holy Spirit in situations. When you don't have that peace, then you need to go back to God in repentance, in humility, that you may draw upon that peace. Let me encourage you with this, church. In all what is happening in this world, what, we should, what should mark our lives is that peace. Is that peace. Peace is not absence of a, of a turmoil, but actually is the presence of God in our hearts or in our lives. Did you hear what I say? Peace does not mean there's absence of problems around. That is the outside but actually is the, the presence of God in our lives, in our hearts. And that peace is what supernaturally open, open, opens doors for us. Peace. What does it mean? You, we will enter into his rest. Like the scripture says that, and you will find rest for your souls. I really do encourage you now listen to the, to the voice of a pastor, being an under-shepherd. I really encourage you to guard your peace during this time. Check out what you're going to listen. Check out what you're going to say. Because when you see turmoil around, those who are living for God and those who are in faith, they're about to enter in something of the supernatural. I've said these words by the Spirit, I know that. When you see turmoil in the realm of, this, in the, realm of the natural realm, when you're seeing turmoil, like we are seeing right now, those who are walking with God and living for God, they're about to enter into something supernatural of God. But it will take 
faith in him. It will not just happen. It will happen to those who, who are paying attention to my spirit, says the Lord. Be aware of the turmoil of the news of this world. Be aware of the turmoil of social media of this world. Be aware, and, and instead of that, be conscious of his presence. Be conscious of his spirit. Be conscious of his word. Be conscious of the things that he has spoken to you, some of them he has spoken to you as an individual. Don't let go of that. Lay hold of eternal life by staying in his word on a daily basis. For even that, this we see in the natural, if you stay in faith, it will pass suddenly. And you'll enter into a place of such rest for promotion comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yet. Hallelujah. Yet. It's a simple matter. Hallelujah. Praise God. Man, I sense something good here. I just sense it. I'll say it some once again. When you see turmoil in the natural, the uncertainty, of the system of this world. For those who walk with God. They ought to pay attention. To what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And they will rise up higher. In the realm of the supernatural. And they will break through some resistance. That has existed or have existed. And they could not break through before. Because God always has promotion for his people. Always. Let's go to Malachi. Now I'll follow what I'm hearing inside of me. Let's go to Malachi chapter 3. It's not about tithes that I'm going to talk about. Some people when they hear Malachi 3, they have their arms up, arms not, not hands, these ones. They are armor. <laughs> but let's go to Malachi chapter 3. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's go to verse 16. Remember again, we spoke, I spoke for, for weeks about the ancient paths. He says this, then those who fear the Lord, you need to go back and say, uh, you know, verse 13, your words are being harsh against me. They said things that are harsh against God because the words they were speaking were not in line with, with God's word. Those who feared, the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord listened and heard them. So those who fear the Lord in such a time as this, they make sure still they are speaking 
words that are consistent with God's word. I want to remind you something again. The political system is not your deliverer. Be reminded of that. The whole world is in turmoil. The whole world is in turmoil. It's, it's, it's our faith in God and speaking God's word. I want you when you come around one another, speak the words of faith. Speak about provision. Speak about what God says in his word. And, so, and, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. Look at what follows. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels. And I will spare them. As a man spares his own son who serves him. God want, wants it to be so different from those who fear, who fear him and serve him and from the world system and those who don't even care for God's purposes. I believe it's time like this that it ought to be. Yet... It's a simple matter. God will make it happen if we trust him. Now then. So when you see this, this ancient path, what is connected to it is good life. Then we have to make God our priority. We, mu we must make him our priority because priority deals with honor. In other words, we honor his word. We honor exactly what he says. In the rapid changing world, one thing is sure, church, the word will never change. The word will never change. His word remains the same because, listen this, his word remains the same because he changes not. What about my future? He changes not. Why? I'm going to stay in him. Keep his word. Meditate on his word. What about my future? Staying in his word. <laughs> I've heard people just turning into a certain year, you know, like uh, a new year in their lives, maybe like, like I turned 50 in January. But then they turn like an example. I, I had a certain... Individual was telling, me, uh, was telling me recently, turned 38 years of age and was so sad. Why? Because they haven't done anything that they thought they would do by 38. So sad. Who's telling me that? So sad. I said, not me. Not me. Can you imagine being sad on your birthday? Huh? We are busy as you cheering you up, happy birthday to you, and you're That's sad. Not me. Oh, because at, at 38 I wanted to do such and such, I haven't done all that. Where do those dreams come from? 
I, I asked uh, Tina, uh, Tina and she were getting, were getting married. Father, she told me, you know what? I had a list of the kind of a man, a husband that I wanted. Uh, what kind of, a, one of the qualities of a husband. As if, I mean, as, does it matter if you are short or tall? <laughs> you, won't make, you won't be a good husband because you're short. Thank God not. All the short ones can say, or me. <laughs> Does that matter? It matters nothing. It, it makes no sense. But she told me I wanted a tall guy. Big, bigger than you. I say that's good. Because I'm big in my heart. Taller than every, the tallest in the, in the room, in my heart. <laughs> I'm, I'm tall in my, in my heart. But then... The, then she said, is that, is that right? Let me see if we say it right the way you say. The Lord spoke to you. Does, does it matter if you are short or tall to make it to heaven? Is that, is that yeah, that's, as say, does it matter? Has, has anyone failed to go to heaven because he's short? <laughs> that whoever is short shall not make it to eternal life. <laughs> nothing, nothing. No color, no tribe, nothing. It's just God. Then I asked her, sweetheart, where did you find that man in the Bible? Huh? If you're looking for tall ones, would you want wanted to be a, a, your husband to be King Saul or David? Because Saul was tall. Or did you want David? We are the Davids. Praise God. God, men after God's own heart. Praise God. <laughs> he changes not. He remains the same. So why do we need to live? Uh, so why do we need to live by the truth in the rapid changing world? Because truth never changes. Truth never changes. Oh, that's good. When you speak a lie. You have to look for a way of covering it next time with another lie. Have, have you realized, and I know it's not popular, but it's, it's, it's a fact. And, and people don't want even to talk about it. Have you realized they started with LGBTQ? LGBT, and then they started adding Q, and then uh, they are adding things. Uh, probably by 2045, it will be LGBTQRSTUVWWW. Then go AB. I mean, it's just confusion. Because, you know, a lie, you have to cover it with another lie. But if you're a person of the truth, it's M, F. That's all. You don't look for LGBTQRS. Watch by 2050. Stay around. <laughs> Probably at the end they'll put confusion. <laughs> a, a lie you have to look for another lie to cover it. But the truth remains truth. Church, that's why I've been teaching you that choose to live by the truth. You, you, you won't be changing and trying to change things. You just allow the truth to change your inside out and it changes your lifestyle and it changes everything else. Here the world is so busy changing. But you have the unchangeable one. 
Yet, it's just a simple matter. It doesn't take much to allow the change to come right inside of us. Because truth never changes. One lie has to be cropped. <laughs> it has cropped up another lie. And, but the, the truth remains constant. Hallelujah. Do I have people of the truth? Remains constant. I told you when I was growing up as a teenager, I was such a liar. That when if I met with someone, I remember probably at age 20, if I met with someone, I have to be thinking, what did I tell them last time? You're not even listening to their conversation. You understand? Because you are plotting another lie. What did I tell them last time? So you keep quiet a little bit so that you can know what they, you told them last time and give them another lie. Oh, I'm a free man. Hallelujah, I'm a free man. That's freedom to me. Truth is liberating. Truth is liberating. Let's go to Psalm 119, verse 45, and then you'll go a certain direction regarding the same. Hallelujah. 119, verse 45. Verse 45. Look at what it says. And, oh, let's, let's start from verse 20, uh, 43, sorry. From verse 23. Are you there? Okay, look at this. And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth. For I have hoped in your ordinances. Look what God follows next. So shall I keep your law continually forever and ever. And then he goes on, verse 45. And I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. Truth is liberating. You don't have to manufacture another lie. It remains the same forever and ever. And okay, so then, having said that, that why do we need to live by the truth in the rapid changing world? It's because truth never changes. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. It says, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Are you seeing that? I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. So he says this. God says this. I change not. I change not. Whatever the situation Whatever we may be facing now, like the scripture that we looked in second, uh, uh, Brother Francis uh, led us in that second, Corinth, uh, second Kings chapter, chapter 3, we realize that what he spoke about 2,000 years ago or 3,500 years ago, even about 6,000 6, years ago, is the eternal word of God. It doesn't change. So look at this. When you are founded and grounded on God's word, we don't have to be looking at the way we are going to change to accommodate the world. But we allow the, the world to change us. And listen to this, we change our circumstances. 
For I am the Lord, I do not change. In Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, Numbers 23, verse 19, God is not a man. God is not a man. Nafikiri wa sweli ndo alitoa hapa. Nasema mungu South Man. Wala hali ugali. As they say, God is not a man. God is not a man. That he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Look at what follows next. Has he said it? Has he said? And will he not do? You are quiet. Has he said? And will he not do? Has he said concerning your provision? Has he said concerning your healing? Has he said concerning your deliverance? Has he Hey, he is not a man that he should lie. Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? Hallelujah. Yet. It's a simple matter. To get someone from, from a dungeon, from a prison, to make him a prime minister was such a simple matter. Don't ever give up, church. Don't ever say like the way some natural talking Kenyans say, Atumeisha. E-U-D-A metumaliza. Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Don't talk that way. Don't talk that way. You're the kingdom. You're a person of the kingdom. Cross over to other nations. They'll tell you the same thing. Oh, but listen to this. You, you, you go to other nations and you find people of like precious faith. You have the same language. Hallelujah. You have the same language. You remember Mike and Lee joined up uh, who were here recently. Was it in May? I mean, we, we started talking a few minutes and it's like we've known each other all the time. I mean, all the years, like we had known each other. Some language of faith. Remember, they came in the church and they said, my goodness, I like this. These are people of faith. It knows no boundaries. It knows no color. It knows no height. You understand? Knows no height. Still the same. You meet, you go across, you go to Western, uh, you know, Africa, to West Africa, you go to Middle East, you go to the U.S., you go to Europe, you find people of faith who are looking at the author and finish of their faith, you speak the same language. Hallelujah. You speak the same language. But if you don't speak, if, if you speak the language of Kenya, natural Kenyans, you meet with the natural speaking Tanzanians. And then you meet with natural speaking South Africans. You're confused. That's the, the beginning of Babel. Thank you for your enthusiasm. God is not a man that he should lie. Nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said? Is anything that is said concerning you? 
and he will he not do come on now he will or has he spoken and will he not make it good yes he does he will make it good in romans 11:29 amplified classic version says a similar thing for god's gifts and his call are irrevocable what does irrevocable mean he never withdraws them when once they are given and he does not change his mind about those to whom he gives his grace or to whom he sends his call so god hasn't changed this morning because of the finance bill because there are demons of saba saba rising up didn't you see that the spirits of saba saba rising up because of spirits rising up he hasn't changed you better be using your faith church hallelujah you better be using your faith seriously he doesn't change forgive forgives and 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 his call are irrevocable he never withdraws them when once they are given i know you may think like uh if you are uh bible a student may think like did you take it out of context i know he's talking there he's talking about israel but listen this god is no respecter of persons for god's gifts and his call are irrevocable he never withdraws them when once they are given and he does not change his mind about those to whom he gives his grace or to whom he sends his call he is the same Hallelujah. He's the same. Have you realized that if you deal you deal with the US dollars is ever been changing? Maybe especially from this side we mostly buy, you understand? If you are buying it 100 some some 2 years ago or 2 years almost 3 years it's changing. 140 you wake up in the morning, you don't know if it's going to be 145. Or not. It's changing. But have you realized that Hebrews 11:1 didn't change this morning? Huh? Come on now. Huh? This is the simplicity of Christ. Hebrews 11:1 didn't change this morning. Have you realized that even the tithing even if uh, some teachers keep changing about tithing they stand about tithing have you realized it doesn't change? Does it say uh you know if you went to a meeting and you hear now says the Lord the things are difficult don't tithe my children don't tithe hakita 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 you know those are usual heresies and, and don't tithe my children now things are difficult stay cool stay relaxed i understand and you you may hear some believers yes yes bishop <laughs> No. Listen, principles don't change. And Isaac sowed in famine. Oh, that was not there was no enthusiasm about that, yeah. What have you been thinking? Now all my children the financial bill I'm I'm seeing it, I'm watching. I mean, I I went <laughs> I went years ago, many years ago to a certain overnight prayer meeting and those are such kind of prophecies. We, we began 
I mean, th those are mature women, actually. They used to have some two brothers. Two brothers, yes, used to go and, and preach in, on Fridays in their house. So they have tea. So I was invited by one of the mothers in Outer Ring Road. And we had tea, and then, and then we had dinner, and then prayer, prayer began. It was maybe around 10 o'clock. So I said, let's pray. They, they are the ones leading. I wasn't leading. I was, with us, I think, with two other brothers. They are the ones leading. So within a short time, they, they start praying. I had whoop, whoop. Things are changing over here. Repent, my children. I see sin. Repent. I started realizing I'm in trouble here. This is only 10 o'clock. I'm here until the following day. You know those meetings you go, you don't have even enough fare, bus fare. You get into big trouble. I'm telling you, I endure that. And they kept giving those prophecies, and those mamas mostly they kneel down. They keep repenting and repenting. And I thought, my goodness, this is, this is such a, uh, an oppressive uh, environment. I endured. I endured, I think, probably 2 a.m. Can you imagine? I couldn't go. I lived in the interior of Babadogo. You know, it's an interior. And I'm in Outer Ring Road. It's at night. Where will I go? Taxi? Forget. Bus fare is not enough. Where will I get even taxi to go home? I say they're around 2 a.m. I think one, the host mama, if I remember right, said that, can we have someone say something? Brother Davis? I said, sure, sure. That's what I've been waiting for. I spoke about this, the, the spirit of truth for some time. And then I say this, and just to let you know from the scriptures that you have seen, what these two brothers, are, because one will prophesy, the other one will interpret, and you know, it was back and forth. Repent, another one says something. And then I say, what these two brothers are doing is not with the spirit of truth. Now, if you allow me, I will lead you into a deliverance prayer. And then the mamas looked at each other. Of course, they had been oppressed for some time. They said, what Brother Davis is saying is true. <laughs> right now, I got into trouble. I'm telling you verily, verily. I'm not making up stories. I got into trouble right there. So I said, will you, will you be ready to, for me to lead you into a prayer of uh, you know, repentance so that you can invite the presence of God here? One accepted, and when I say, now, let's go to the scriptures regarding this. In, those are the times, serious, and I'm serious, you don't close your eyes. I led him into a prayer, uh, I led him into a prayer, immediately I started that prayer. The other one, from this other side, came towards me. He You know, all those tongues that seriously. He amazing thing. Listen, I was standing, he couldn't get close to me. His feet were in the air, but I was just standing. You don't you don't shut your eyes everywhere. <laughs> Watch and pray as, as a mini. <laughs> He did all that abound the spirit. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I'm not making it up. 
abound that spirit, he was like, all of a sudden he had frozen. And he started shaking. He shook and sh shivering, actually. Like, like he was feeling so cold. For quite some time, I led him into a prayer of deliverance, both of them. And after that, mama, that mama is in heaven now. She said, now the meeting is Brother Davis is going to lead. Hallelujah. The greater one has come. Not Brother Davis, the one who lived inside. And we had such a wonderful time. Oh, no, I was living in Dandora that time. I had such a wonderful time. I remember after that, I'll meet with them. They lived in Dandora, and I'll meet with them, and they, they respected me and, and just honored me. But led them into deliverance. Do you know what happened? After that, the prayer was not going to be those brothers leading. Why am I saying this? Why am I saying this? You'll hear lies, error, in such when things are this way, you have to get in tune. You have to be tuned to hearing the truth. The truth is liberating. Let's go to another scripture over here. Our place then, this is how I want to say, our place then in all this is to make sure that we are abiding in him. That word, I'm using that word, abide. Make sure we are abiding in him. All the time. John 15, in verse 4, the Amplified Classic Version says this, Dwell in me, and I will dwell in you. Dwell in me, and I will dwell in you. And what does it say? Live in me, and I will live in you. I like, I like that one. It's dwell in me. In other words, you have to make a choice first, church. Remember like the scripture say, say, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. You have to make that decision. What am I going to do? I'm going to dwell in God. And he says, and I will dwell in you, live in me, and I will live in you. In essence, Jesus has, God through his son Jesus Christ has done everything for us to, uh, for us to walk in what pertains to life and godliness. It's made available, but it's us who will choose to draw near to him. And he changes not. Dwell in me and I will dwell in you. Live in me and I will live in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding, in being vitally united to, the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. Now I can go into it in a different direction. I can speak about the fruit of the Spirit. But I want to talk in, in the way I've been, I've been speaking about the living by the truth that is critical in our time to abide, to be consistent in your convictions. Or to your convictions. To be consistent is not once in a while, you just stay right there every day. Let me say something here, church. Just because you read the word yesterday or the day before and prayed and you sense the presence of God does not mean that is, a, that is on you today. To be kept from error, you must be consistent. To be kept from error and from deception, you must be consistent. You must continue 
Remember those disciples who had believed? He says this, and he spoke to the Jews who had believed, if you do what? You continue in my words. That's actually abiding. Let's go there and we come back to this scripture here. In John 8, 32. Let's read it from the Amplified Classic Version. Let's start from verse, verse 30. <clears throat> from verse 30. And he said these things, many believed. As he said these things, many believed in him, trusted, relied on, and adhered to him. Look what follows. So Jesus said to those, to those Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, hold fast. Are you seeing that church? Hold fast to my teachings. This is what will thrust us over or will put us over. If you hold, if, if you abide in me, that's what I'll, I'll say. If you abide in my word, hold fast to my teachings and live in accordance with them. In fact, I wanted to say this when I was saying about divinely united couples. Uh, wanted to say this, be there and those of us who are there, be a doer of what you hear. You, you understand? Be a doer of what you hear. Because you can, you can go to those meetings, you can come to church, but if you don't be a doer of that, it will not help you. That's what he's saying. If you abide in my word, hold fast to my teachings, and live in accordance with them, you are truly my disciples. And what follows next? And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. How many times have you gone to places and said, you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free? No, no, that's not what Jesus said. He didn't. He didn't say that. He said, if you continue, if you hold fast, if you abide in me, then you'll be my disciples indeed, then you'll know what? you know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Same principles we, principle we are seeing here in, in um, John 15, verse 4. Dwell in me and I will dwell in you. Live in me and I will live in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding in, being vitally united to the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. Church is the time we are in. Listen, plugged in. Amen. Be on fire for him. Choosing to live for the world. Choosing to hear. Choosing to abide no matter what happens. Listen to, to John 15 verse 4. The Passion Translation, same, but the Passion Translation. So you must remain in life union with me. You must remain that way. He changes not you must remain in life union. Are you seeing union, life union with me? With me, for I remain in life union with. For I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. That's the fruit. When you choose that. 
We don't compromise. We ask for those ancient paths. We walk in the fear of the Lord. We choose to live by the truth, no matter what happens in this world. Re remember that he's talking about life union. Do you remember Psalm 86 verse 11? Do you remember Psalm 86 verse 11? Huh? <laughs> if you came to our house and supposedly we asked you, uh, will you eat some of this food that, and you kept quiet? The game is over. <laughs> the game is over. But if you respond, we'll eat the food, the good of the land. So do you remember Psalm 86 verse 11, those who being around? Are you going to eat some chicken? <laughs> Psalm 86, 11, talking about again that, that word of uh, intimately joined to him. He says this, teach me your way, O Lord, that I may do what? Walk and live in your truth. What follows next? Direct and unite my heart solely, reverently to fear and honor your name. Walking with God in hard times and in good times. <laughs> walking with God. Again, I, I, I'm remembering just walking God with God when it is hard. Uh, I was telling you like when you are going up with a Deacon Duncan, Duncan up the mountain. I, I, was, I, was, I was feeling it. You know, just feel over there and the calves and then I mean, the hamstrings feel like there's some fire there. But you know what? I started setting my mind on God's word and started meditating. That was it. Felt better and better. And when you reach in a place that it was easy, I thought like, I'm not going to, to, to start, stop thinking about the word of God. I'm still going to meditate on the word. Because when it's difficult, meditate on his word. When it's easy, come on now. Huh? It's day and night. When things are okay, go ahead and continue meditating on the word of God. When things are difficult, continue meditating on the word of God. Don't go out of it. Unite my heart. Solely, reverently to fear and honor your name. Let's go to Matthew 7. Most likely I'll start winding up, most likely. I didn't say we are winding up, but most likely. Matthew 7. Let me connect all these scriptures. We were in a staff meeting recently. And as we started praying, we prayed in the Holy Ghost for some time, and the Lord gave me utterance regarding this. And amazing, I wasn't even thinking about those scriptures, but he brought them in line with those scriptures, and he filled the, you know, he, he really filled my mouth with those words to the end from verse 13, Matthew 7, 13. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in it by it. Listen this. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord was saying. Just because it's popular, it does not mean it's coming from me. That was the Spirit of God. Just because it's popular with men, it does not mean that it's coming from me. 
Just because there's a huge crowd following that way, it does not mean that it's coming from me. And then he says, he said this, pay attention to my spirit. For the things that are, the, 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 the things that come before you, if you can listen to my spirit, you will never be swayed by the crowd. You'll never be swayed by the crowd. Truth remains truth. Even if it's one person choosing the truth against millions of people, it remains truth. Did you hear what I say? Truth remains truth. It's the truth. Even if it's one person who has chosen the, the truth against one million people, truth will still remain the truth. Truth doesn't change. Truth, listen this, truth is not elected. Truth remains truth. Let's vote against Genesis 1, 20, 26. That's foolish, yeah? Come on, that would be foolish, yeah? Or let's gather the whole world and vote to, to see if we can remove Jesus from the throne and put our uncle so that he can rep represent us better in, 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 because Jesus doesn't know what we are feeling down here. Does that change anything? I won't, I won't be among you if you chose to be that way. But truth remains truth. So be aware of that. And listen to this. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life and there are few who find it. So don't be swayed by what is popular. Pay attention to the truth right inside of you. What is the truth? Look at this, verse, verse 15. Beware of false prophets. Do you know he's still continuing? There are no verses. I mean, uh, there, there are no numbers. He's still continuing. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. It's popular nowadays on YouTube. I saw a certain minister, if you, if you know Mario Marillo, uh, is well now known, an evangelist, that the Lord has been using him this time. I watched recently correcting some teachings that have been going on in the body of Christ. And of uh, some prophets saying how, you can check it out, but how, how this Prophet like one of them, <laughs> I saw a clip of it, that went to heaven and, and saw cows uh, riding a tractor, driving a tractor in heaven. What has that to do with anything, child? And, and here you, in, somewhere in that meeting, say, yes, Lord. Yes, prophet. Hallelujah. What has that to do with anything? Why? Oh, we saw cows driving tractors in heaven. <laughs> and listen to this. Huge gathering. Because it's popular with men does not mean it's coming from the far. Don't forget that, church. Be aware of that. Guard your heart against that. And listen to this. But inwardly, there are venous of, I'm forgetting the other one who says something. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There are several things. I won't go into that. Go check out Mario Morella uh, talking about 
talking with uh, the owner of uh, Charisma magazine. It was an interview, actually. You will know them by their fruits. In fact, I'd seen that prophet. I'd watched it, I think, in 2021. I watched a little bit. I thought, oh, no. No, no, no. It couldn't fit right in here. And I didn't continue watching. Be aware of that church. Huh? Be aware. Listen to this. It matters the voice you hear. Or you pay, you give it, you give your attention to. It matters. You may consume lies and believe that. Those lies. Don't accept that. Now this is an office of a pastor saying this to you. Don't accept that. Don't go into these new things that are coming up and keep watching and keep watching. You don't know the people. You don't know the fruit. There's a, a certain situation Tina and I were watching and I said, you know what? I will not judge those people in any way. I don't know them. I just knew them through television. Knew of them through television. So I, can, I don't know their lives. So I cannot judge. You see what I'm saying? So then you have to think in, those, in that manner that you must know the voice that you hear. You'll know them by their fruit. I'm winding up, close to winding up. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? What's your answer? No. You gather grapes from thorn bushes? You've ever gotten grapes from acacia tree? <laughs> or figs from thistles? No. Even so, every good tree bears what? Good fruit. And a bad tree bears bad fruit. Amen? Really? It matters where you go. It matters the voice you, you hear. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not good fruit, does not bear good fruit, is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. By their fruits, you will know them. And that's what you choose, church. Check out for the fruit. You know, I've had people being, being conned by so-called prophets by the roadside. What? And I see, I see you. I see your, your, your home. There's a grevillea tree outside. And recently, your mother planted an avocado tree next to that grevillea tree. Yes, yes. Yes, that's the truth. You don't know spirits? And as an individual said, my phone is be, has been taken. But you, I met this woman who was praying, and I started listening to, to her, and my phone was taken. Do you know their fruits? How do you meet with a stranger downtown and think like they are looking to, for, for you to give you a million shillings? Never. Until it becomes yet coming from the Lord. But listen to this. He is he's a God of divine order. Amen? Now, let me finish with this. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but you who does what? The will of my Father in heaven. In other words, church, we are given to doing, uh, to doing the will of God. Men will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? Do you see that they were in church, actually? 
And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who do what? Practice lawlessness. Let's go to verse 24. Then, and we start finishing this. Therefore, church, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the financial bill came. And the fuel prices shoot up. And the, the shilling great against dollar kept weakening. And uh, are you still here? Are you seeing that? It's, it's, listen to this. It's not what is happening out there. It's what you are made of. It's how you've been building your life. And all this came. And Saba Saba tried to rise up. But listen to this. And blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall. Why is that so? For it was, fa not it, because it was in church. Or it was built next to bishops. House. No, no, no. It did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But listen to this, what, what that is. Let, let me do some maths with you. Uh, whoever sees, hears sayings of Jesus plus doing them equals to a house founded on the rock. What is it that you don't know about that math? That's, that, those are called the <laughs> base, arithmetic ba basics. I'm forgetting when you went to form three, when you turned form three, they, they started introducing something, and I floated. I really, I, I wasn't aware what they're doing. I'm forgetting. And, and we had that teacher who was not even taller as, as me. And, and, and he will talk. I think it's, yeah, when they started basic calculus. I think it was basic calculus when you get form three. That's all. Basic calculus, something like that. No one went to school in 1990. You all were not born even in 1990. But that's when they, they had that basic calculus. And that teacher, I'm telling you, I, I used to hear him like he's just making noise in the class. But I still did reasonably well in maths. Look at this. So it's, it's equals you hear the sayings of Jesus and you do what? You do them. Don't forget that. You hear and do. But look at verse 26. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them. In other words, all of them, both of them who are hearing the sayings of Jesus will be like a foolish man who built his house on the rock and the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew and it beat on that house and it, uh, and it fell and great was its fall. Church, the difference is not just in hearing but in choosing those ancient paths. In choosing the truth. In choosing to live by the word of God. No matter what happens. Remember this. He changes not. We can build our lives on the unchangeable one. And we'll be sure that even things are difficult. Church, you are still standing. Hallelujah. Did you get anything out of this? Please rise up on your feet. We're still standing.
Still standing. Because he changes not. Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. It says uh, you choose. You choose. Choose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father we do thank you and praise you and worship you. Just go ahead and bless him and worship him and thank him for his word. Just tell him, I choose, Lord, I choose the living word of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Just say it, I choose, I choose the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Your word never fails. Your word remains the same. What are you facing today? Again, the Spirit of the Lord will still say it to you, it's a simple matter. You only have to change your focus. Let's worship you. Let's just thank you. Father, it's my prayer. As you said in your word in Isaiah 55, 11, so shall your word be that goes out of your mouth shall not return to you void but it shall accomplish that which you sent it to and prosper in that thing father thank you for the liberating truth deliverance from deception lies of the enemy and staying in the consistency abiding in the truth Father, I agree with your word and pray over your people. Every plant that your heavenly Father has not planted in them, I uproot it in the name of Jesus. And I speak the planting and the building of the kingdom of God within them. For you said the kingdom of God is within you. So thank you, Father, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. In the knowledge of you, not following that which is of the world, but following the Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Father. Will you please thank you? Thank you, Lord. Just thank him for his deliverance. Thank him for his word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Just lift his name and thank him. There are areas in your lives that you need to repent. Just ask him to, for, to forgive you and cleanse you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. If you've been facing... Again, you've been having such a challenging time. You don't know even what to do. I'll say it once and I'll not continue asking. And you don't know what to do. You came to this situation knowing, not knowing what to do. Want to tap into that. It's a simple matter. And God is going to help you. And his power coming upon your life. I'll make, I'll say it once. I'll not say it again. And anyone who, who needs the Lord Jesus Christ, you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you can please come, we want to pray with you. Go ahead. I wanted to put that scripture there in 2 Kings chapter 3.
I want every one of you who've come over here to the altar. I want you to shift your eyes from the situation you're facing into what the Lord says. Uh, go back verse, verse 17. Where is Elder Francis? You see, when you read the, the Rema word of God, what it does, it changes everything. Now look at this. Listen to every one of you who have come here. For thus says the Lord. Amen. He's never changed. You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet that valley will be filled with oil. That is nothing, it has nothing to do with what you are feeling right now. But because the word of God is unchangeable, as I come over to you and placing your hand over you in agreement, uh, that is going to happen. If you can come over here, you pray with me. As I place my hand over you, believe God for that power to come over that, your situation. And listen this. Yet, that valley shall be filled with water. In other words, whatever you've come for, and so that your, you, your cattle, and your animals may drink. And then look what follows next in verse 18. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. Now what does that mean? A change of perspective. Not from your side, but from his side. And he will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. Now that's your situation is changed. Hallelujah. What do you expect just in a place of receiving? You don't have to pray anymore now. Just receive. Let's go ahead and come on now. Let's, let's go over the other scripture again. I need to put it in your mouth. Now, your brother, you are anointed to receive that tithe and offering today. <laughs> he said, what about other days? No, the anointing comes for service. Now, look at this. And whatever the situation may be facing, and this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver whatever it is into your heart. And it's worth of praise and glory and honor. Hallelujah.